0: You're listening to a podcast by the Center for Action and Contemplation. To learn more, visit cac.org. Our desire is to honor and share the best parts of the Christian contemplative traditions so that this collective wisdom might serve the flourishing of humanity, all beings, and all of creation. My name is Ben Kesey, and I lead the development team at the Center for Action and Contemplation. I want to thank all of you who are generous donors giving freely and cheerfully to make this work possible. If you've been impacted by these podcast conversations and are inspired to invest in the future of CAC's mission and work, twice per year we invite your financial support. To contribute, go to cac.org/donate to make a gift. Thank you so much. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel as written to us by Luke. Jesus spoke to the crowds about the reign of God and he healed those who needed to be healed. As the day was drawing to a close, the twelve approached him and they said, dismiss the crowds so that they can go to the surrounding villages and farms and find lodgings and provisions. We are here in a deserted place. He said to them, Give them some food yourselves. But they replied, Five loaves and two fish are all we have, unless we ourselves go and buy food for all these people. Now the men there numbered about five thousand. And he said to his disciples, have them sit down in groups of 50. They did so and made them all sit down. Then taking the five loaves and the two fish and looking up to heaven, Jesus said the blessing, broke the bread and gave it to the disciples to set before the crowd. They all ate And they were all satisfied. And when the leftover fragments were picked up, they filled 12 wicker baskets. This is good news from the Lord. Well, the body of Christ is one of those words that has so many levels of meaning and uh, we'll just skim the surface as we look at that. The first one is noted in that first obscure reading where this character named Melchizedek appears out of nowhere. Have any of you ever met anybody named Melchizedek? No. Maybe a black person would have the courage to do it but his very name is somewhat strange to most of us and yet he's carrying these universal symbols of bread and wine and that's setting the stage for what will become a Christian symbol because it seems some form of bread and some form of wine or at least intoxicant is found in almost every culture so it's a universal food Then in the second reading, we have Paul giving his description of the Last Supper, where he talks about this symbol of God giving himself for us to eat becomes a new and everlasting covenant. You see, the Old Covenant was pretty much expecting it to be bilateral. God gives to us, and we give back to God, and it's a good deal. The Jewish history showed that the people were never able to obey it, and so finally what has emerged in Jesus is a unilateral covenant where he does all the giving and we do all the taking. And that's the symbolism of the Mass as we still know it today. This bread given for you as a symbol of the divine. This wine poured out for you as a symbol of God's outpouring love. And then in this gospel, which for some of you might have seemed like, what does this have to do with the body and blood of Christ? We see that it isn't just uh, the human body of Jesus that is the body of Christ. It's not just the people of God, yourselves. You are the body of Christ. It's not just the bread and the wine, which is also the body of Christ. But of all things, it now becomes a potluck supper. How secular can you get? It's just an ordinary meal. But here's the significance. That God in this meal, Jesus, I should say, moves the people from a worldview of scarcity to a worldview of abundance. They all, like most of us do, probably when we look at our, our bank account, we always say there's not enough. And sometimes maybe there isn't. There's only five loaves and two fish. That's the natural human response. Without grace, without infinite love, we all live in a worldview of scarcity. And Jesus is trying to move them from this there's not enough to there's more than enough. It isn't just a miracle story. So what if Jesus is a magician? Wow, our Jesus can multiply fish and bread. You go home unchanged. The miracle stories are never just miracle stories. In fact, that's not even the point. It's not bread and fish that are being transformed, but hopefully your minds and your hearts to understand what it takes to move from, let's call it what it is, Basically, a stingy world view. Most of us have it. We grasp, we save, we pile up, we collect uh, because we're just not sure there's going to be enough. And that's why the final line: it, All were satisfied, and there were still twelve wicker baskets left over. It's not. Bread and fish they're talking about, it's an abundant mind, a generous heart that can give away and not be afraid. Almost all of us, certainly myself, we have to be converted to that. We're not raised in it. I was raised with poor parents who were Kansas farmers during the dust storm and the Depression, they were not just poor, they were very poor. And so we were trained to save, save, save. When my mother took money to the bank to deposit in her savings account, you would have thought she'd have two acolytes on each side holding a candle. It was like making a pilgrimage to save money. She wasn't so concerned about spending money, it was just saving money. And any of you who are born lower middle class or poor, that's the way you think. We've got to save. And the trouble is, it creates an ungenerous heart where you hoard instead of surrender, where you keep instead of give away. And so what we see in this last symbol of the body of Christ Is that it's a table you chose a good song Jeff a table of plenty and let me just put it this way that anything that leads you to a worldview of abundance is the body of Christ anything that leads you to generosity of spirit is the body of Christ as some of you know I got a new dog She was in bed with me this morning, wrestling. Uh, (laughs) I woke up with a generous spirit. So my new dog is the body of Christ. It's anything that makes you love instead of hate. Let let life flow out of you instead of try to just worry, "Is is there enough for me? Is there enough for me? Is there enough for me? Don't go there. It'll be a terrible waste of your one wonderful, godly life.